0: To the Light Reading Podcast, the official podcast of Light Reading, covering the technology, finance, and people powering tomorrow's communications networks. I'm Phil Harvey, U.S. News Editor, and on today's podcast, I'm talking to Mitch Wagner, Light Reading's veteran IT journalist and executive editor, and we're talking about Apple and its future. We are also talking about our office pets and the proper way to use our silly digital watches. Yes, indeed. Grown men talking about their silly digital watches. This is the future of media, folks. Our conversation is coming up right after this break. All right, I'm welcoming to the podcast Mitch Wagner, uh, Light Readings Executive Editor based in San Diego. Hello, Mitch.
1: Hi, Phil. How are you doing today?
0: I'm doing well, and uh, thank you for joining us—or uh, joining me. I, I, there's not us; it's just me and the cat. So, us, I guess. Yeah.
1: Okay, and the dog is outside in the yard doing something horrible. I'm sure. So. <laughs> All right. There you go. Your dog, right?
0: Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now Let's get that out of the way. This is, this is important. Um, so I have a seven year old cat, maybe eight now. She doesn't really talk about her age much. Um, what, <laughs> what, what are we, uh, just a regular North American house cat. No, uh, uh, nothing fancy. What are, what
1: are we working with on your end? Uh, let's see. We, we have the dog is Minnie. She is uh, five years old. She is half Basenji and half German shepherd. Mm. Um, German shepherd is the most trained, Possibly the most trainable breed, uh-huh. and Basenjis are among the least trainable, and you would think that would average out to average trainable. In fact, she goes in all directions.
0: Ah, so she just Sometimes, has her good days and her bad days.
1: Pretty much. Sometimes she just reads my mind and instantly does what I want, and other times it's like, I understand what you're saying, and we'll take that as a suggestion. Ah, okay. So, we also have three cats, because we're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And they all
0: have the same the standard uh, standard issue cat personality.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Although I recently <laughs> discovered that the gray cat does something very common, which is likes to chew on plastic. This seems to be something that gray cats <laughs> like to do. Some delicious chemicals in there, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking
0: of chewing on plastic and metal and other things, <laughs> um, uh, we'll transition into. So Apple uh, recently, uh, you know, cut its revenue forecast because of slowing mm. iPhone sales in China, or so it says. Um, yeah. But these slowing iPhone sales, I think they're kind of slowing everywhere all the time. Um, and I, I, I base that on, um, you know, stuff that uh, has been reported on Light Reading. We've been talking about, uh, you know, on the site, we've been talking about the, uh, the, the challenge that Apple has in keeping up its mm. really aggressive release cycle and stuff. Um, but, I mean, what other things, you know, seem to make this earnings warning a bit more significant than just um you know missing on a particular model or not capturing everybody's imagination
1: well first of all just on the sheer wall street angle it was not just a miss it was a big miss yeah and it was from a company that has previously hit or exceeded its targets quarter after quarter after quarter after quarter yeah. um, was, um, and moreover as i've been thinking about this over the last few business days this actually solved a mystery that has troubled me for years because I hear Apple critics saying Apple can't innovate anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, They were saying that since before Steve Jobs was cold in the ground. Um, They were saying even Steve Jobs have lost it. And I'm, I'm an Apple enthusiast and I look at their product line and I think it's fantastic. There are problems with it, but you know, iPhone better every year. AirPods are excellent. Yeah. iPad is great. They're innovating. They're innovating like crazy. But the problem is they're not innovating in a way that generates revenue the way the iPhone did. Right. Um, Apple's history is taking technologies that were good ideas but badly implemented by everybody else and implementing them in a way that made them accessible to everyone.
0: To be more marketing about it, they redefine categories of stuff. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, the, there were smartphones before the iPhone, but they were kind of hard to use. They were great for email if you had a BlackBerry, but you know you couldn't really do the web on it. Um, right. But with the iPhone, you could. Um, plus, uh, you know, air, 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 iPods, same thing. You had MP3 players before then. They were kind of a pain in the neck to use. They held three songs. <laughs> you know, iPods, like, we'll put all your music on there. We'll make it easy.
0: A lot of pressure to um, pick which three songs you're going to walk around with yeah. that day.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, The iPad, you know, it's better than any other tablet out there by far, but tablets haven't been that big a market yet. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. AirPods, same thing. You know, you're seeing a lot of them, but it's not as explosive as the iPhone. I came up with this metaphor that Apple is kind of like a middle-aged pop musician that's always being asked to play the hit songs from his days as a teen idol. That's Um, good. Yeah. Like, they had 60 percent of their revenues is iPhone now. They're an they're a phone company that does other things yeah. on the side, um, and now that market is flattening. So what are they going to do? Uh, that's the eternal question. It's also interesting
0: because I'm I'm uh, you know I, I'm an Apple guy from way back, but I I've always had the same sort of arm's length fandom of the company, which is they solve technology for me period yeah and i just buy in. i just realized that the that if i just agreed to buy in this really expensive membership of being an apple customer then they just take care they may not be the first to solve the problem and they may not always solve it in the best way at first but they do yeah. solve the problem and i never have to think about it and i thought that has been um Really worth the money over the years (laughs) because I don't have to worry about my contacts syncing with my phone, syncing with my laptop, syncing with my desktop. I don't have to worry about where to put things, you know, on the cloud or on the device or wherever. I don't have to worry about where my music is. I don't have to worry about, you know, just all these things. My son, you know, breaks or buys a new iPhone. I don't have to worry about getting information from device A to device B. And it's... I, I wonder if there are enough people like me out there who will just, I'm not a fanatical upgrader either. Um, I'm a very mm-hmm. like, uh, if that thing's still got some life left in it, let's keep it going. So, and I'm rocking my iPhone six as we speak. I, okay. I I'm going to keep on with the six until it just can't anymore. And I wonder well, how many, I, I, I wonder if that's going to be kind of the norm of their customer base.
1: You are in fact Apple's problem. You yeah. Phil Harvey, personally. <laughs> personally. I mean, people, and it's not just you, it's every smartphone company. It's every smartphone user and every smartphone company. The 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 current generation of all the iPhones are good enough. Yeah. And when I say current generation, I mean last year or the year before. I don't even remember when the iPhone six came out. Um it was
0: two years ago, three years ago. Three years. Uh, yeah. Three years. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, that was the sixth I think it was four years ago. Um so, and that that's a problem for every smartphone vendor. They're all just not that good enough. I mean, I'm talking on one Apple fan forum. So, these are the opponent these are the people who love Apple. They were saying they don't want to hear about new emoji as innovation anymore. Right, yeah. Um they they they're, they're polishing the thing. Now, Apple Apple even even taking aside even putting the iPhone aside, Apple if the iPhone did not exist, Apple would still be a good company from a business perspective and a very large company too, but they're 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 writing this this insane hit. Um, yeah, and I think they're
0: the, the the iPhone affords them the ability to have the rest of this ecosystem intact. So all yeah. the services money that I give Apple every month or year, um, I don't think about it because it leaves our account in small amounts, um, you know, and not yeah. all, not all at once, and it's for things that I couldn't possibly think of doing any other way, like uh, you know you know, like I said, storing backup data and documents and music and um, and then, you know, and then subscribing to uh, mm-hmm. Apple Music and, and then the occasional movie rental and that sort of thing. These are not massive, you know, costs that you have mm-hmm. to think about like a new device. They're just little things mm-hmm. that trickle out of your bank account. And I think by having both, um, you know, Apple's kind of been spoiled in terms of uh, you know it's 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 had this amazing run with hardware with new astounding hardware that people uh, you know it just comes out with a new device every 12 months and everybody has to have that new device well now that everybody doesn't have to have that new device um, it doesn't mean we are all leaving Apple it means we're just gonna keep on using our regular services and Apple's still going to get you know, wring a lot of money out of us, but uh, you know, it's, it's just not going to come in giant hardware purchases. So I, I, I'm, I'm actually strangely bullish about their services business because they haven't really, I don't think exploited that to the degree that they probably should.
1: No, no, they're, they've got a lot going on. They're, they're working on um, the streaming media service, the streaming TV service. Mm-hmm. It looks like they're going to be going into competition with Netflix and, and Amazon prime, it's very tough competition of course it's not the easy competition that they're used to in the past but they they'll do well with it um and hopefully and they also did a deal just over, I think within the last 24 hours uh, Ian Morris wrote about it where they're going to be bundling this media service with Samsung TVs right um so this is this is not only closing up with a dead dead competitor which happens all the time in business but it's also A real, I I think it may be a. It's a pioneering step in opening up the ecosystem. Yeah. Not. Yeah. um, And that's a change in their strategy. They have previously been this ecosystem provider. People, people say, you know, they're a hardware vendor or a software vendor, but they're not. They're they're the last of the integrated, Mm -hmm. vertical companies.
0: No, they say, like I said, they solve technology for me it's like, yeah, if there's a thing, except except for when they,
1: except for when they don't
0: right (laughs) just like
1: all, like all technology companies. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, um, I've had like one serious problems with my, with my Mac in, um, like three or four years. And it seems like every month, one of our colleagues is just like, well, I can't do email now. IT is here. Right. Fixing my windows machine. Um, and I'm going to be not productive for the next 36 hours while they do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, it, it's definitely a, a, uh, yeah, it's de- definitely something that people who have lap, Apple laptops, especially, you know, they hear all the time, people like, hold on, yeah. I got a I reboot, you know, <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know, and stuff like that, which, um, so I guess what the next, you know, kind of logical question is then, I, and, and I guess the reason, you know, just to back up a bit for readers or listeners who are you know like, why are we going mm-hmm. on and on about Apple devices? Well, obviously, um, Apple devices are, you know, part of the lifeblood that drives demand for uh, AT&T and Verizon's networks. You know, it, yeah. it, it was the thing that put AT&T 4G on the map uh, was mm-hmm. the, you know, the iPhone uh, uh, 5, I guess. Um, so, so you know, a, a, and, and now we have to look forward to this new generation of networks, the 5G networks. Um, Apple will be a, we think maybe a big driver of demand for uh use of that network as well. we have no idea when Apple's actually coming out with a five g device but um but that will be because of the size of the market share that they have in smartphones um, and the kind of people that use their smartphones are not just you know people who are occasionally surf the web you know they they do a fair amount of media on their devices so it does matter, in a, in, you know, uh, from the network point of view, um, how Apple's doing and what Apple is doing. So given all that, um, you know, how do you think uh, Apple is prepared to handle a a market where um, where, you know, people like me aren't buying a new Apple uh, iPhone every
1: 12 months? They are doing as well as can be expected, which isn't to say that they're doing well, or at least that we can say for sure that they're doing well.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, They're showing some indication, you know, they're continuing to refine the iPhone. I'm sure the next generation iPhone, which will be unveiled in June, we expect will be significantly better than the current generation, but probably not so much that everybody's going to want to run out and buy it automatically. Um, So I think we could expect more of the same from iPhones, people with the Two or three or four year old iPhone will be willing to let it ride for a year, but they'll sell a bunch anyway. Um, Right. And they're working on the next big thing. They've got money invested in AR and VR. Um, I think wearables have a lot of future ahead of them. Mm -hmm. Um, They're actually poised. I think the AirPods is actually kind of promising. Everybody overlooks that, but it's this little voice in your ear all the time. Um, Yeah, I do. Combine that with.
0: Oh, sorry. I, I was going to say, I do put that in the kind of the category of wearables and an unusually um, uh, it's a wearable that I didn't think I needed until I started using it. And then I was like, oh, I'm never taking these
1: out. <laughs> yeah, I don't use them enough with Siri. I, as Siri gets better, I think you'll be able to use them more. And I also wonder if they'll do a better job of making them smaller and able to um, selectively pass through ambient sounds. So you can wear them all the time. That would certainly be interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think I think I think there's definitely a direction they could go there, but as just a, a very functional headphone replacement that also syncs with everything automatically, and then you know the control function that's kind of moved to the, the watch um, that that wasn't there before, where you can now like if you're listening to music or podcast or whatever, you can do volume controls, advance, rewind, that sort of thing, all from the watch. Now um, mm-hmm. you kind of uh, at least I do around the house, I kind of get in this scenario where I just leave the phone sitting somewhere plugged in and I go all around the house and forget that I don't even have the phone on me. Um, you have an Apple Watch? Yeah, yeah. I have the the first generation. So again, huh. this this is back to that whole thing of I uh, uh, bought the Apple Watch when it first came out for a very specific reason. Um, uh, I like it. It still works. They keep updating it. It hasn't died. I'm never buying another one until it
1: does. Interesting. I have, I have. um, I think, I think it's a third generation, but it's a Series Two, uh-huh. um, and I'm finding it less and less useful, and I'm finding more and more desire for a new one, which is supposedly supposed to be great with Siri. Which uh, okay. I find, I find the uh, the, the my generate my Apple Watch is you know it's good for what I got it for, which is receiving notifications and mm-hmm. um, telling the time. Yes, and looking at the weather. It does tell but, the time. Uh, Particularly the notifications are very useful, but I I can't really run applications on it like I hear other people can who have the more recent Series 4. Oh, okay. I kind of hanker for that one. Yeah, I just
0: just do the basic stuff. I do uh, uh, walking directions with maps when I'm uh, Mm -hmm. downtown walking around. And that, that, that never fails me, and I love it because you don't pull out your phone and look like a tourist. You just look at your watch as though you're a guy looking at your watch, and it tells you to turn left, turn right, whatever. Um, and then I do the music control and podcast control because I'm pretty much a, some sort of media in my ear at just about all times. And-
1: yeah, I do. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Actually, I just found out a, a trick where if you if you uh, are walking a rambunctious dog, and and thus our conversation comes full circle. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and you don't really have an opportunity to stop and skip ahead in a podcast. You can just tap Siri and say "skip ahead," and it will skip ahead your predefined interval.
0: Ah, fantastic! And skip back, and when you um, say skip ahead, the dog doesn't think you're talking to them.
1: No, the dog wouldn't care. Okay, the dog. When she gets out there, she's like, "You're good. Just yeah. hang on to the end of that leash, and I'll do what I want." That's a, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, a, that's a that's a that is great advice to our readers. Uh, I think, as ever, um, hang on to the end of that leash, and we'll do what we want. Uh, as you're a big <laughs> like- fan. But uh, Mitch, thanks so much for the for the uh, the analysis, the chat, and of course you'll continue to monitor the story of uh, you know what happens with Apple next, and you'll you'll uh, uh, tune out my uh, my fanboy comments on our internal message boards and uh, and, <laughs> and uh, anyway, thanks so much for being on the podcast.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for listening to the Light Reading Podcast. This podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and SoundCloud. And of course, you can always find it by visiting lightreading.com. If you'd like to sponsor the show, or anything for that matter, you can email sales at lightreading.com. This podcast is mixed and edited by the great Tian Fu, senior producer on the Light Reading video team. The music we use is performed and written by Olive Music, and it was licensed by Premium Beat. If you have a question for the podcast, Please do drop us a line by emailing editors at lightreading.com. If you're at uh, CES 2019 this week in Las Vegas, please do have a great time, stay safe, and keep hydrated. <laughs> I'm not there, but I'm sure you'll enjoy yourselves anyway. Bye, everyone.